welcome to Transforming the Trades, the podcast where we empower you to take charge and innovate your business. Whether you're a plumber, electrician, or any other trade professional, this show is designed to give you the tools and strategies you need to succeed. Sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to take your business to the next level with Transforming the Trades. Hey, Levi, thanks for joining Transforming the Trades today. I appreciate your time. I'd like for you to go ahead and introduce to the audience who you are, who's your company, where are you located, what do you do? Give us a little bit about what's going on. What do you, Who are you and what is your company? Yeah, thanks, Lynn. Thanks for having me on Transforming the Trades. I'm really excited to be on here with you today. And yeah, uh, I'm Levi Torres. I'm the president and uh, founder of High Five Plumbing in Denver, Colorado. We're a residential plumbing service company. We focus mostly on residential service repairs. We do have three separate locations here in the Denver metro area. We have one in Denver, one in Golden, and one in Littleton. Yeah, we've been around since 2012. We just keep growing. We're, we're wanting to keep changing, uh, changing our market here in the Denver area and really just doing good things. So what was really cool when I met you were the good things. You guys are doing, besides just doing what your job is, right? So everybody's got a role. And that's, to me, it's almost like that's the job business. But there's some other things that you discovered along the way that could differentiate you. And when I think about this discussion around transforming the trades, it's about the different business models. It's about the new resourcing of how we do things. It's about a process that we change to become more efficient or effective. It's about a process that elevates us above our competition. So I would like to learn about those few things that you're doing. And I'd like to, to discuss those more in depth with you. Yeah, definitely, Lynn. So, you know, Hi-Fi Plumbing was started in 2012. And I was a I was a technician for another very progressive company here in the market. I was one of their top plumbers. And, you know, I just kind of wanted more. Like, I, that's the only thing I could really explain is I wanted more. And so I, I was looking for more to do, something more, a way to make more money, a way to advance my life. And at that time in my life, I was approached by a, a family member of mine to get involved in network marketing or multi-level marketing. And what that did is, you know, it, it opened up my eyes that I could go do more, right? And so I, I got very heavily involved in network marketing at that point. I was very heavily involved with it for about a, a solid five years. And, and I did make some money. You know, I made, I made some money doing it. Me and my wife were both heavily involved. And, and we had enough confidence in, in our multi-level marketing business that, I elected to quit my job at that point for the the company I was working for and and start my own plumbing thing on the side until my network marketing company kind of took off, right? And so what I learned in network marketing was that you had to have a great team. Like if you did not have a great team working with you in multi-level marketing or network marketing, then it would be very hard to succeed or get to where you wanted to get to. And so I, I, I received some of the highest level of recruiting training and sales training that I've ever received in my life from this network marketing company. And so I was very much torn for a little bit between doing the network marketing company and High Five. But it wasn't until about 2015 that I really started to fully commit to building High Five. I stepped away from the network marketing company at that point, but I implemented all the same things into High Five at that point. So everything down to the blue and yellow team colors, you know, everybody wears the team colors to vision boards, you know, two to three times a year, we get together as a team 
and we work on vision boards, right? That's just, that's something that people have a hard time creating right now is a vision, right? And, and, and seeing something down the future. And so that's what we like to do with our team is sit down and help them create a vision, a, a path to success that, that they, they can see themselves going down. So that's definitely one of the things that right away started High Five off a little different was we came in with a different mentality of we got to build an awesome team before we could build an awesome plumbing company. So what I really was intrigued about when you told me that, I actually have a network marketing background also, direct sales uh, marketing. And what hit me was the things that you said, which is you took the training that you had garnered as being a network marketing company or group team, and you applied that to, let's call it a traditional business. That's what intrigued me. And I think I personally have done the very same thing. I don't know if I've done it as elaborate as you have, but I believe that was a lesson in itself, which is there's lessons out there that are in other models or industries that you can apply to what is a very traditional legacy type business. And that's the lesson that I think you are speaking to is just don't look within your walls, look outside of your walls and look to experiences that could be elsewhere to apply to make you successful. Yeah, you, you know, Lynn, I agree. I think, you know, as the generations keep coming up, right? I think that the, the network marketing, multi-level marketing platform is going to be much more appealing to people, right? Because you kind of create your own schedule, you can get paid on your results, you know? So I think that the more that we look to other industries, to implement into ours, the easier it's going to be for recruiting, right? Because another thing that we hear all the time in the in the trades is, I can't find people, I can't find people, right? right? And, right. and so like, we, we, we have to start to think outside the box on what we can do to where that's not a problem, right? Like, because a lot of people, if they could eliminate that, pro that problem in their business, then they would, they would eliminate their major headaches. So let's talk about what you just said about your own schedule, make as much money as you want. How are you applying that in your business? So, you know, at High Five Plumbing, we've evolved, right? If, you, if we were doing this interview back in 2016, when we first, first switched to service, I wouldn't have had an answer for you, right? Because I, I didn't know. But over time, we've, we've gotten to the point now where we have multiple different shifts, right? So as a technician, you can work Monday through Friday. You can start at seven. You can start at nine. You can work Tuesday through Saturday. You can work Sunday through Thursday, right? Like, and there's, so it's, it, it just, it's about giving people the opportunity to, to work because they want to be able to still live their personal life, right? They want to still be able to have the ability to do other things. So we have multiple different shifts and that's across the board. That's for warehouse. That's for call center dispatch. Like everybody kind of has five or six different shifts that they can choose from that they think would fit with their life. That allows us to now find some some people that may not have said yes if I was only hiring for, you know, Monday through Friday, seven to four, right? So does that impose any issues with you on a business side, like from a lack of capacity? So if I choose the shifts that I want, does that leave holes in the business itself? Yeah, Lynn. So I think that's about how you roll the program out, right? Like if, if you just roll it out as a free for all, anybody can choose their schedule. I could see that being a problem, but we strategically rolled it out to where, we're going to hire for what we need, but before we hire somebody else, we're going to give you the ability to switch to what you want. So they know that as the team is growing, we're always going to come and have a conversation with them to see if they would like to switch to a different shift. 
So then that way, when it does come time to hire somebody, we just know, hire for the shift we now need. So that, you know, you got to kind of create the system to work for you. But yes, you know, the, at first it did, it was a problem because everybody was always wanting the, the, the nice shifts or the good shifts. And so right. that's why we evolved and, you know, you, you, you find a problem and you create a solution for it. Right. So that's why we saw, okay, everybody's going to keep choosing these shifts. So we're going to have to start to just put people on shifts. But if we now just promise to our people, right, if we just keep our word to our people and say, Hey, before I hire somebody new, I'm going to go ahead and ask you if you want to sh- uh, move shifts. And so now what's happened is it's it's gotten to the point now where everybody just knows that even if I'm not working the shift I don't want right now, you know, in 30 to 60 days, there's a good chance that I do get to go to the shift I want. And so that's kind of the culture we've created. So from that culture perspective, has it helped address attrition? Do you feel like it's addressed attrition in your, uh, yeah, in your position? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I believe so. You know, I think what this has done is it's allowed us to, like I said, now there, there's somebody who maybe uh, used to be a plumber, right, when they were younger, but now they're going to college, but they have classes that they, they have to be at on Mondays. You know, it allows us to now get people in the door, right? That's the key. Like, I, d- I just want people to be here. And then once they're here, we can now decide how, where to put them, where they're going to be a, a good fit, where we can show them success, right? So so definitely, I think it's helped us a lot with just, it's taken, like I said, a headache. That's a big headache for people is, is finding it people, is. right? That's a, that's yes. a big part of it. And, and that's an, a, another thing that we've created is our apprentice program, right? The apprentice program that we talked about a little bit is another thing that we do that allows us to eliminate that headache of finding people. So when you implemented this, did you also look at how you would pay bonuses and, and commissions same way like think of multi-level right so are you do you have any thought around that so 100 percent. i've actually gone to it's funny you bring that up i've actually gone to a couple uh webinars and seminars where to learn how network marketing companies set up their pay scales right because in my 10 year if, if i were to show you my 10 year vision for my org chart it is very much set up like a, a network marketing like there's team leads under the team lead, there's five technicians and they get bonused off of those five technicians' performance. And so, yes, uh, I, I could see down the road for sure. I would say in five to 10 years, I could see Hi-Fi Plumbing have a very much network marketing type of pay scale. To in include place. operations? So even your in, inside team? Exactly, yes. Yeah, that's really exciting, Levi. I mean, I think that that's, that's new thinking. That is, it's certainly not the way that the industry traditionally thinks they either think at eight to five or 24 seven, let's be, let's be honest. Right. And they think very much when, when the office is open, that's when we work. Or if it's not when the office is open, it's out of hours. And then they try to figure out how to source it and get people to staff it. And all those other things that come along with on-call and weekends and holidays and all that stuff. So just the fact that you're thinking about it in the terms of, I'm going to say this, so I think you'll agree that your recruits, your hires are leads. They're leads. So they come to you as leads. And so your your job is to nurture that lead and get it to a point where they're going to fit in the culture and they're going to be part of the overall strategy of the company. Yeah. And Lynn saying that, you know, that's, that's a lot of the times we don't look at, we, we don't look at our teams like people we have to keep winning over. Right. And that's the truth. Like you, when you, when you get a plumbing lead, you know, you got to win that per- person over and then you want to, you send them mailers and you send them uh, things in the mail and emails to get them to keep calling you back. But 
with our team, we don't do that. And that, that's what you really right. got to focus on, right? Like the High Five mission at High Five Plumbing, our mission is to come together as more than individuals to create a positive impact on our team, our clients, and our community one high five at a time. But the first thing that we want to make an impact on is our team, right? Like that's the first thing. Like if you can't make an impact on your team, it's going to be extremely hard to make an impact on your clients. And if you can't make an impact on your clients, it's going to make be real hard to make an impact on your community, right? And so that's really how we focus, right? You've got to put your focus on your team. And if you build a strong team and they're out there and they're 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 behind what they believe your mission is, then they will 100% take care of your clients. Um, chain reaction and the way that I know direct marketing works is that it's a lot of, I'll call it ongoing training, sub-training, a lot of communication and a lot of inspiration. That's direct marketing in a nutshell, I believe. How do you accommodate that in at high five or are you doing that yet today? Yeah. So, you know, like you said, it's about motivation, right? Getting people to see. So I think, like I said, I think a key is vision and motivation, right? If, if you can show them a path and keep them motivated on that path, then, then that's how you create somebody who who keeps going. Right. And so uh, high five plumbing, like I said, we could hire somebody who has zero plumbing knowledge and in 18 months, they could have their first level of license and be running 90% of all plumbing calls that come into I-5 plumbing. And so what that uh, that does is uh, somebody can now come in and say, dang, like that's 18 months. They can see that, right? They can see 18 months down the road and they can now kind of start to picture their life because we have case studies now, right? So I can say the last five people that have gone through the program, this is what they're producing. And I can show them on paper what they're producing and it creates a vision, right? So now they, they have that vision. They see the timeline and the vision. And now to keep them motivated along the way is what everybody has to do that's differently, right? Like, so us, for example, with our apprentices, two of the biggest reasons why people lose apprentices is because they don't show up for work, right? They, they just don't show up. Mm-hmm. Are they late all the time, right? They, they, they're just not there. So we create performances to, to stop that, right? So if our technicians are on time for the entire week and don't miss any days, then they get to throw a dart in the meeting and they get a bonus, whatever they hit on the dartboard. So it could be anywhere from $1 to $50, right? So like now, but now it entices them to show up for the week because that's an additional potential $50 they could get. And then if they if they don't miss a day of work for the whole month, then they get to spin the big prize bill at the end of the month, right? So we create these little things even for our apprentices. A lot of people do that for their technicians, right? But they don't think about ways to keep the people that you're trying to train into and, and excited to get to that next level. They just see everybody else getting the cool stuff, and they're kind of just sitting there like, "Well, I guess eventually it'll be my turn." And then that's why people tend to go go elsewhere and look for other things because they can't stay motivated to to hit the vision, to hit that mission. Sure. So how many employees do you have total? So right now we're at 42 employees. 42 employees, three locations. So that is really cool. What else have you implemented from that direct marketing or a multi-level marketing um, that you feel is significant? So there's a couple things that, right? So like, the 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 first one is of course the team right like team right. events constantly together vision boards like that we have to be we don't have to all like each other but we all have to be going in the same direction right and so that's the first one the next one was recruiting right you know in in network marketing they have this term and i don't know if it's an, a, the actual term but it's called taprooting right and so like once i would get a new team member onto my team my goal would be for me to get in front of as many people as they know as possible right 
And so a lot of us don't do that. So like at High Five, we have what we call a quick start bonus. So if you refer somebody to come to work at High Five Plumbing in your first 30 days of employment, then you get $1,000 and the person gets $1,000, right? And so it's, it's causing them to right away tell other people about us because what then happens is I know that the person who's standing in front of me may only be here for the next three months, but there's a chance that the, the person they get to me could become a lifetime employee, right? And so it's about going through the numbers. That's one thing that was just a, a network marketing thing is you have to kind of go through the numbers now. Correct. Sometimes that doesn't sound really nice when you're on the business side of it. But the truth is, is like, I know that most technician lifespans are two to five years, right? Like that's what you're going to get out of a service technician. So I need to get as many people that this technician knows or this person knows uh, to, to come and see high fives. So that way I can try to keep that rotation going. So in your organization, true to the multi-level, do you then have team leaders that are? Oh yeah. So yeah. 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 So, yeah. so right now, like our org chart has, you know, we have like shift leads and then we have shift managers, right? So there's always a, a, a level between the manager and the team of, of, of extra help, right? Somebody who can answer questions if needed. Yes. Our org chart is very much uh, similar to a multi-level marketing type of org chart where there's there's a lot of room for advancement, right? People can see it, right? There's if you if you're starting here, there's they can see the path of six other positions that they can become, and and once again, it's about creating that vision, right? It's about creating the fact that they don't have to go somewhere else, they don't have to look for something new, they can create whatever they want right here, and then you have to be able to create that vision for them. Well, so I hear it said different ways in the marketplace in the, you know, when I talk to operators, definitely not the same way you're describing it. It's very, it's very legacy or lethargic. I'm going to say it's the, it's the way that everybody's been trained to do it, coached to do it. And what you're saying is, is look, look, there's different ways to do this. And if you've got exposure to different industries, understand what they're doing and compare that to the success that you've got and then determine whether or not it can be used to drive your success. And you did that with multi-level marketing is essentially what you did. In all reality though, if had I not been exposed to network marketing first, I don't know if I would have looked that in that area, right? Like that's just the truth. Like had I started my plumbing business first, then I may not have ever went to network marketing to look for advice, right? But it's because I was in network marketing first that I saw the the, the likelihoods that I could bring over. So that's why, once again, like never, never as a business owner, just think that nothing can, that you can't get a nugget from something, right? Like somebody wants to show you a business model or show you something. A lot of the times, it's just good to hear, just so then that way you may be able to give them a little feedback to help them, right? And so that's where I think a lot of the times, us as business owners, we're we're, we're too, we think we're too busy to hear some stuff sometimes. But I think that's the aha moment. Don't close mm -hmm. yourself in. And I, I get it that you were exposed to it through actually doing it. And I, I think the, the aha moment is, is pause. And I, how many times, well, I haven't had it recently, but certainly over the years, you're approached by somebody in multi-level marketing and you go, no, 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 I'm not interested. Whereas you're saying, pause, listen, understand, you may learn and they may learn. Right. That's yeah. what you're saying. And you might find a joint collaboration that could benefit not just them, but you as well in different facets of what you do and don't silo it. I mean, that's how I hear you say it. And mm -hmm. I believe that is the transformation is that 
don't think just because you are in this industry that they're not, there's not other answers out there or another ways of doing it. And I believe that is the, the key message in the whole concept of the next. I, I believe that the next generation owners in this business are going to be doing things like Levi is doing. They're going to be looking for different ways to do things and not necessarily doing things the way that they've always done it. I do want to spend a moment with you before we go. And I want you to talk about your logo. I want you to talk mm -hmm. about how that all came about and where that is today and how you're using that for the purposes of business and I think culture and all the things that you're talking about. So I'd like for you to spend a moment about that as well. Yeah, definitely. So uh, High Five Plumbing, the, you know, when, when I decided I was going to start a business, me and my wife sat down and we started thinking of names and writing down names. And she said a good name and I we still don't remember the name, but she said, I, I looked at her and said, man, that's a good name, High Five. And we reached over and High Five. And once we High Five, we were kind of like, well, wait a minute, High Five Plumbing, every call ends with a High Five. And so, man, we, we, we just kind of rolled with it from there. And so, you know, our culture's always been, very much been like, you have to do a job worthy enough to get a high five, right? Because so, so we, all of our technicians uh, high five the customer at the end of the job. We have hundreds of selfie pictures high fiving customers. It creates a bond with our customer, right? It's, it's one of them things that you want to set yourself apart from other people, right? And so when I created high five, I, I always wanted high five to be bigger than Levi. That's why I didn't make it Levi's Plumbing or Levi Torres's Plumbing or Levi and Cassie's Plumbing. It was, it was just 100% because we always wanted to be bigger. And so we went with High Five. And what we started to see was that it was really making a difference. Like, right, we would High Five a customer and it would change the mood of the job, right? They, they, they went from, I have a plumbing problem. I had to pay usually a lot of money and I had to, you know, do all this. And now it changed the mood to where they're not upset anymore, right? They're not, it, they realize that we're just there doing our profession but we don't, you don't have to be upset or mad. And we, we now made the situation better. And so high five, we started and the brand's always been very powerful for us. But when it really started to take off was in 2018, we had a, an NFL spokesperson that, that, that uh, was a spokesperson for us. And um, I had asked him to go to a park uh, wearing just like a, a hoodie, like you'd see me wearing right now. And I wanted him to take a picture at the park. I didn't want him to shout out high five or say anything. I just wanted him to show that he was wearing our shirt out like on a normal day. And he said he couldn't do that because plumbing wasn't sexy enough. And so in all reality, I kind of I was like, well, dang, I'm a plumber. So that's kind of hurts my feelings a little bit. But once again, I paused Lynn and I said, well, well, wait a minute. Like, would anybody actually wear high five plumbing stuff if they didn't work for us? And the, and the answer was 100% no. Like nobody would put a high five plumbing shirt on unless they were going to work. And so we started to just change kind of the, the concept at that point. Our technicians then stopped wearing the traditional button-up shirt with the company logo and the name and the American flag. And now we all wear baseball jerseys, right? So we have three different baseball jerseys that our technicians wear. They wear a pinstripe, a black, and a gray. They can wear any one that they want. Our office staff can wear any High Five branded gear they want. So if they want to go buy their own jacket, I'll pay to get it branded and then they can wear it at work. And so we started to see that like people just wanted to wear it. They wanted to wear the brand, the brand High Five. High Five is a positive action. It's a positive transfer of energy from one person to another. And so people started to see that and wanted to do that. And so we started to get customers and people just calling, asking how they could get shirts and hats that our technicians were wearing. And so we decided to start an e-commerce site. So we actually have a website called High Five Colorado, where you can go on there and you can buy shirts and hats and stickers, which is all High Five gear. 
And uh, we've now sold over 200 items in 22 states and Canada. So we have people all over the country wearing high five gear that we don't even know. And what's cool about it is we don't, all the profit for all the gear we sell goes right back to our give back program that we do every month. We never wanted to sell clothing. It wasn't like we wanted to start a clothing brand, but we saw that the Hi-Fi brand and the Hi-Fi mission, people wanted to get behind. And so we wanted to give people the ability to get behind it. So Levi, tell me where you're going to be in two years and where you're going to be in five years with Hi-Fi. What's your goal? What's your vision board? Yeah, cool. So our vision board with Hi-Fi is in the next uh, two years, uh, we will be adding on electrical and HVAC. We'll be bringing those both trades on so that way we can offer our clients a uh, full full service of their home. That'll be in the next two years. In five years, I do see us being in multi-market, multiple markets in the country. We do believe in five years, we could be a nationally based business where we have uh, other high fives operating in other states. And ultimately, I, I do believe that High Five can become the biggest home service company with its brand, with the story and with the service we offer. There's no reason why we couldn't become one of the biggest in the country. So Levi, you have to come back. You have to tell us where you're at and what you're doing. I think it's awesome. You got a great story. It has a lot of unique vibes to it. And it really starts with your story that you applied multi-level marketing principles to the business. And just that in itself, I think is unique. And I also would like the audience to, to understand that you don't necessarily have to do what everybody else does to deliver against the vision that you want to deliver. And I think that's the real point I'd like to take away. I appreciate your time. Thank you. If you'd like to have the audience get a hold of you, how would they do that? The best way to get a hold of me, if you guys have any questions, is uh, Hi-Fi Plumbing is very active on all social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, LinkedIn. You can definitely hit us up on any of those. And if you if you message for me, they will definitely get you in contact with me. But that's our easiest way for you to get in contact with us is through any of our social media platforms. Levi, thank you for your time. It's been great. I appreciate it. Good luck. And I know I'm going to hear more about your new additions and your new locations. Yes. Thank you for having me, Lynn. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to Transforming the Trades. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained some valuable insights and tips for your trade business. If you found this podcast helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And don't forget to check out our website where you can find additional resources and information to help you grow your business. Until next time, keep innovating and take charge of your success.